Hello, everyone, and welcome to Death Star Radio, episode 8. One we've been waiting for for a long time. One that Zeno has been waiting for me for a long time. Or not really a long time, a couple of days. <laughs> per usual. We Okay, come on. <laughs> he does usually finish everything before me, which is kind of disappointing. But we are finally here with our Jedi Fallen Order review. Spoiler review. Spoiler review, of course. We'll get to the spoilers later. But um, I finished the game yesterday. It came out Friday. It's Wednesday. It's Thursday. That's my bad. I finished it Wednesday, which seems like really fast. Zeno, when did you finish it? Mm, Tuesday? I'm Monday or Monday Tuesday. Or Tuesday. Either way, yeah. we... Three days. We pushed our way through this game. That, considering but we that, enjoyed it. Yeah, considering we did it as fast as we did doesn't mean it's a short game. It really depends on what difficulty you play on, which we'll yeah. get into that, but um, just so we don't scare you away with that... Um, but yeah, this is going to be a spoiler-filled review, and uh, we hope that you guys really like it. Um, just to start it off, Zeno, I think it'd be a great idea for us to give off just our overall impressions. So uh, why don't you why don't you give it a shot? Yeah, I love this game. I think this game is so good. Um, I was really hesitant to get this game. I I was gonna get it eventually, but with what EA has like done so far since having the Star Wars name to it. You know, the, the first Battlefront was not very good. And then the second Battlefront comes out. It get it, It's like wine. It got better with age, you know. But initially, it was really bad. Um, so I was a little hesitant to get this game. but And it took me a long time to pre-order it. Like, I didn't pre-order until a week before it came out just because I said, might as well get that those extra things. But um, overall, I really like the game. In my opinion, EA has redeemed itself with Star Wars Gaming. And I'm really excited to see what they have going forward. But from the story to the fighting mechanics, everything about this game, just the way it looks, the way it feels, this game is really good. And it's it's got to be one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time now. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite Star Wars games. It might be one of my favorite games of all time that I've played. Um, maybe, I mean, there's a lot of really good Star Wars games. We talked about this on actually the way over here to record this. I mean, we're both really big fans of Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, Force Unleashed, the OG, or the original Battlefront 2 for, like, the Xbox. Yeah. And so, I mean, those are really games that are up there for me. And then we talked about, like, the really old ones, like Pod Racer and mm -hmm. stuff like that, which are just great. There's been a lot of good Star Wars games, but this is, this is really unique. There have been other story-based Star Wars games, like Bounty Hunter. I know there's an Obi-Wan one. And Republic like Commando. Republic Commando. I think... I think Knights of the Old Republic was very similar to this, even though it's technically not canon, I don't think, no, at all. I, it's a, I believe it's an RPG. It is. I mean, yeah. Okay, okay. So I, I never played it. So, But no. anyways, it's, it's, it's kind of unique, and I really enjoyed it. The fighting mechanics were good. Um, I <laughs> will have to say that blocking is unbelievably difficult. If you're and, on a certain difficulty. If yes. you're on a certain... But I mean... I, I feel like I can speak for a lot of people. When you play a game like this, you want a challenge. Mm -hmm. You want to be on a certain difficulty. And I find my I found myself playing a step below what I usually play. Yeah. So I believe the um, the levels are story mode, Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, and I'm actually not sure what that top mode is. Mm -hmm. um, oh, it's Grand Jedi Master. Grand Jedi Master. Okay. So. 
And I started on Jedi Master and moved down to Jedi Knight, which I know you probably did the I same did as the well. Exact same, yeah. And it's just it was in, it was really hard, and I, that's not disappointing. It's not to scare you away, not but it's. It's not an easy game. I guess I expected it to be, just because it's Star Wars, and I, I dislike that. But it wasn't an easy game. But going back to what you said about EA redeeming itself, I think it was really hard for them to screw this up unless the story was bad, mm-hmm. because this isn't a multiplayer game. There's no chances for the the dreaded microtransactions that everyone talks about in the other Battlefronts. And Any every, EA game for yeah, that it, Yeah, Battlefield, anything like that. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so... Um, it's just, it, I think they did a good, I mean, Respawn did a really good job with the game, and I really enjoyed it. Graphics were really hard for my PS4 to comprehend, but I know they were good. Oh, yeah. They were good. The graphics were good, but I feel like a PS4 Pro probably would have been the way to go. I know you played on Xbox One, yeah. so maybe an Xbox One ES or whatever. S, yeah. Yeah, so, X. yeah X, whatever they call it. Um, maybe a little bit of a better idea there, but um, overall, I liked it. Now, there are some bad things about it, but I think, should we dive into the story first before we go into maybe pros and cons at the end? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, the story follows a Jedi Padawan named Cal Kestis. He, um... Before you continue, this is big spoilers. Oh, yeah. If you want to play the game, do not listen to this. Yeah. Or if you're just not, I mean, yeah. Or come back and listen to it, because we do want you to listen. Exactly. (laughs) But starting off and getting ready for the spoilers... Uh, we we follow this Jedi Padawan named Cal Kestis. He has a damaged relationship with the Force. Um, he's five years removed from the events of Revenge of the Sith, which, which is Order sixty six. Um, and he we start off on this planet named Bracca, and it's a ship uh, destroying planet. Uh, the Empire is taking apart all the ships from the Republic, uh, from the Galactic Republic, and everything like that. Um, and in the process, he has a friend that he's had for quite some time, and they both almost die uh, when a part of a ship falls off. He saves his friend using the Force, and because of that, uh, Inquisitors come to hunt him down because they're aware of something happening in the Force. And that's a sen- a Cal is able to escape from the second sister uh, as well as the ninth sister, and that's where we start our journey. And he gets picked up by... Uh, by people who were listening to transmissions from the Empire, uh, one of them being Ser, and then the other one named Grease. So, uh, yeah, that's how we start off. Yeah, so I think it's a really cool origin there. Um, It just kind of shows you, like, of all the Jedi we know that were quote-unquote hiding during after the what they they call it the purge yeah. in the in the uh, in the game mm-hmm. and i'm assuming they call it the purge in most stuff i think they call it that in rebels i can't can't remember if they do it or not but um it, all the ones we know of are like obi-wan who went into hiding and just like hid yep. yoda went into hiding and like saw no one and then we know kanan in star wars rebels who fought as a rebel but still hid his identity I think it's really cool to see how a Padawan exactly. completely pretty much just turned off the force. Mm-hmm. Like all three of these other guys that we know of for sure after the after the purge um, still had their maintained their connection with the force. Mm-hmm. But Cal Kestis like clearly had some because like he would jump farther and be a little bit stronger than mm-hmm. some people, but it wasn't nearly as much as it used to be and I think he was it, it, it's really interesting to see how a character like cuz 
I mean, you just assumed all the Padawans died. Yeah. When it came to that. When plane. Anakin turned on that lightsaber in that room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a scary war. When when uh, Bail Organa watched George Lucas's son die right there in yeah. front of him. Um, but you you assumed all the Padawans died, and it's kind of cool to see how a Padawan um, adjusted to the time period. Yeah. Which it looks like he grew a lot in five years. Yeah. Because due to the flashbacks he in the so game. So young. And it's um, it's pretty cool. And after after Bracca, they take you to Bogano, which is like the one place the Empire doesn't know of. Untouched. Which... It's got this um, shrine there by this ancient people called the Zepho, which and are like giants. Yeah, they yeah apparently they're giants, and they're they just understood the, the Force. They understood a lot about the galaxy, and you have to find something that unlocks uh, a holocron. That a old Jedi master named Evo Cordova, yes. Eno Cordova, yeah. and um, he hid this holocron, which has all the Force-sensitive children in the galaxy, and he hides it in this uh, Zepho uh, astrium. Yeah, and he basically sends he sends Cal, Cal on a journey, and that's the majority of the game, if not all of it. That's yeah, all the game. While he is being chased by the Inquisitors. Yeah, so it's because the Inquisitors also know about said holocron. Yes. So that's where it just gets all sorts of interesting because he's he's traveling around with Grease, who's his pilot, who's just kind of kind of seems like a gag. He's a comedic the relief. He's, yeah. he's, he's funny. I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sarah, who is a former Jedi master, or I guess at least Jedi, she was she had an apprentice, which I guess doesn't always make you a master. Mm-hmm. But um, Anakin, exactly. So he she had an apprentice and. Um, her name was Trilla, and they got captured, and Trilla ended up becoming an Inquisitor, who Which, obviously yes. is the main villain of the game. She is the second sister. Yep. And um, Sarah tapped into the dark side to escape the Empire, and it's you learn almost as much about her as you do about Cal. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see how that works and out. I like that about the game. I like that not only are you learning about this the character that you're playing as but there's almost three character arcs like three main character arcs in this game yeah, Trilla, Sarah, Trilla uh, yeah, and Cal exactly. and I, I really like that I think that's such a interest, interesting aspect of um, the game and I really like how you can see like the arc of a villain you know because Trilla's arc is it's sad right like it's it's not you, you feel bad for her at the end of it. Or at least I did. I mean, at the end, she almost seems like she turns back. Yeah, and she does. She really does. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, we're jumping to the very end here. And this is a huge spoiler. So once again, if you have not watched or played it, Fallen Order, don't listen to this. But we we get a we get a little Darth Vader cameo at the end. He comes in, and she's already been defeated by us, who the player, which would be Cal Kestis. And... Um, she, she has says, this very important talk with Sarah. Yeah, and she says, "Avenge us!" And Darth Vader just takes a, swa- a swing at her, says, and you failed me. she's gone. Yep. And I mean, it's the most Darth Vader thing, which is so cool, but it's so sad because her life just changed so fast, and her story is just so comparable. It's to you, yeah. every all three of them have almost the same arc. It's their damaged relationship with the Force. Yep. And yeah, like, yeah, Trilla's story arc is so sad. She goes from this Jedi Padawan to 
being outed by her master. I mean, forcefully. It's not like she... Something that you learned about Sarah is like, yes, she did give up her Padawan, but it's not like she just gave her up and like it was nothing. You know, it took torture. It took, you know, all these things for, for her to give her up. It was, you know, she was forced to give her up essentially. And because of that, she turns into an Inquisitor and she believes that this is the route that she should be taking because she's now filled with hate. Yeah, they, and, they pumped it into her mind that Sarah gave you up. Exactly. And you're you're no good, mm-hmm. you know? So it's it's interesting how they did that. Yeah, and, and in the end, you know, she, she kind of... She doesn't really redeem herself in a sense, but there is that turn. Uh, she turns into the good person that you want her to turn into by the end of it, but she ends up... Her life ends up, you know... Ending. She ends up being killed for it, you know? So yeah. I think that's... It's just such a... It's such a good story arc, you know? Along with cows and Sarah's as well. Yeah. And along the way, you... I believe there's about four or five planets you visit. Yeah, so you go to... Um, Bogano. Bogano, which is kind of like the hub, right? It's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, it's like... It was... The Empire didn't know about it till the end. Yes. The end of the Empire or mm-hmm. figures it out. So there's Bogano, there's Zepho, there's Dathmir, Dathomir... Um, Ilum. there's Ilum, who we're convinced is Starkiller we'll, Base. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, we'll touch on it. Ilum, and am I forgetting one? Or, uh, Nur. Nur, or better is, known as the better name, uh, Fortress Inquisitorius. <laughs> yeah, which is basically where all the Inquisitors are, which you can imagine, where would the leader of the Inquisitors be? Exactly. And right that's there. A, and yeah. who's the leader of the Inquisitors? Exactly. Darth Vader himself. And, yeah. and that's why I thought Darth Vader was going to be in this game. I know you have like kind of mixed emotions on Darth Vader being in the game. I expected him to be in this game because he is the leader of the Inquisitors. He's the one that came up with that idea. So I think it would be fitting for him to be in the game. And I'm glad that he wasn't in the game a lot and that it was just that final. It wasn't even a fight, you know, it was just that final part of the game. Yeah, and I mean, I do have mixed emotions with Darth Vader being in the game just simply because... You almost feel like Darth Vader was in there kind of like how Luke was in The Force Awakens. He's in there at the very end. Obviously, he I does more that. than Luke. But it just kind of like, for the casual Star Wars fan, they're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Darth Vader. So I get that. I would have liked it. I explained this to you earlier. I would have liked it maybe if Darth Vader had a scene in the middle of the movie, kind of like how he did in Rogue One mm-hmm. with Krennic. So he wasn't just introduced at the end just for like, oh my god. Yeah. It was like he had a little bit of a story going on anyway. So I maybe would have liked that. But um, going on to what you said, it wasn't even a fight. I liked that because I was like, are we really going to fight Darth Vader? Yeah, because you can't like, really like, fight Darth yeah, Vader. You can't. Like, he's too powerful. Exactly. And I loved it because you scan him and he comes out and you click to identify him. And where it usually tells you how to, like, dodge or defeat them, it says the only chance at survival is retreat Mm -hmm. and i was like that is awesome (laughs) it's just so cool thinking that like that's that's part of the like i'm glad vader was in the game for something like that because if we had to fight vader and like we threw something on him and like he just it it just brings down vader exactly i was so glad it didn't do that Mm -hmm. because i was like we really gonna fight vader here Mm -hmm. like we're not even that powerful yeah or cal wasn't even that powerful so it was just I'm glad. I'm glad it. Like, if they did Vader, okay. Yeah. I think they could have done a little bit better, but they did Vader all right. Mm-hmm. And um, overall, the storyline is just—it's well put together. Yeah, the dialogue is great. Just the way it flows exactly. is good. Um, my only not not complain about the story, but 
in terms of you playing, I think a, a big con for me, I know we said we were going to talk about that a little bit later, but a con... We might as well get into it now. Yeah. We've kind of covered... We don't want to cover... Like, we're not here to tell we you... We want you to play it. Yeah, we're not here to tell you every single thing that happened in the game, but we're... I mean... We, we uh, otherwise you would just watch someone walk through you yeah. can go on YouTube so we're not here to tell you every single thing just kind of like cover some highlights mm. of that but now I think it's okay if we go into our cons yeah. here so but before you, that actually I yeah? do want to bring something up from okay. the story the f- just you know the scene I'm talking about here the Cal best as a scene yeah. in a Star Wars video game it, it truly is ever mm-hmm. maybe a game I mean personally being biased being a huge Star Wars fan Maybe one of my favorite video game scenes ever. I'll let you go into that because you introduced it. It is, wow. Yeah, I, I was ex- not that I was expecting it, but you kind of knew that it was gonna happen. You know, throughout the game, you have flashbacks of Cal as a Padawan, and like what I said, he he um he has a damaged relationship with the Force. And an aspect that I really liked with this game is as you progress through um, the story, you get these powers back that he learned as a Padawan when he was under. Uh, his master, which is uh, Jero Tapal, who's actually a uh, a Lasat, which is the same species as Zeb from Star Wars Rebels. So yeah, if you guys have ever watched Rebels, imagine Seb being yep. a imagine Jedi. Zeb being a Jedi, <laughs> uh, except with a long braid, long braided hair, and a lot more discipline. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but you see him kind of unlock these powers that he learned as a Padawan. I really like that, but um, he has these flashbacks through the game as he gets those powers. And one of the final flashback, the final flashback of him being a Padawan is when Order 66 happens. And it is very powerful. It's very it's moving. Gut-wrenching. It's gut-wrenching. The music that goes along with it. They play the music that you see in the movie. Revenge and of the, they literally carve and took the, it out the of the iconic movie music and put it in there. As Order 66 is playing out. Plays as you're... Running through the vents of a of a Venator class Star Cruiser, mm-hmm. and you're seeing your master. You're in the vents, and you're looking down, and you can see your master just tearing through these clone troopers. Like, there's even a hallway scene that's yeah. like almost like Darth Vader exactly. in Rogue One. He just takes them all out, mm-hmm. and you get to the escape pods, and sadly, uh, Master Gerald T'Pol dies trying to to protect uh, Cal. And he gets into the he and he does get end up in the escape pod and he gives Cal the lightsaber because like as he's going through the vents, Cal, he loses his lightsaber because he gets shot his by a clone. Lightsaber, yeah, yeah, I guess it would be lightsaber. his only his, mm-hmm. his lightsaber, but yes, the lightsaber he was yeah. using. So his master gives him his lightsaber as uh, he because he blew he over overrode the uh, like the engines or the, the fuel the rods, reactors, the reactor core and the. Uh, the ship exploded, yeah. which masked their... They, everyone thought they were like, dead. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's where they go to Bracca, and he tells them, wait for the Jedi Council's signal and to always trust in the Force. And that scene just... I mean, I cried. I, it was so good. Um, it's just such a great scene. And I love how he said, wait for the Jedi Council's word. It's, because it's, they're early, not, they don't know. Yeah, They don't know. And earlier in the game, we saw Sarah open a Jedi holocron which is Obi-Wan, which you also see that, him warning everyone, which you see him filming himself in Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Then you see it in Rebels, and you see it here. I'm not sure if you see it anywhere else. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe you do. But it's just kind of cool to see, like... I just love that continuity. Yeah, yeah, it's so cool. And to see Obi-Wan there, like... It's just... I, I love that stuff. Yeah. And that scene was just... <sighs> 
unbelievable. We saw Order 66 for all those Jedi that died and everything. But, I mean, you saw the size of that Jedi Temple on Coruscant. There were so many other Jedi out there. Mm -hmm. So clearly, the, things like what we watched in Jedi Fallen Order with Cal and Tarvul, his master, happened. And we've never seen it before yeah. like this. And I think it's phenomenal. And even as you're going through the planets... There are these things called Force Echoes that Cal has this special um, ability. I believe it's called Psychometry, if I'm not mistaken, where he I'm can sure. he can like hold an object that had like the Force was involved in it, and he can tell what happened during that time. And there are there are some of these Force Echoes where it's a Jedi Padawan and a Master, and it's their story of what happens during Order sixty six. Uh, I believe that's on the planet Zepho. I think it's it's throughout some of the planets, but I remember the one Kashyyyk on Zepho. as well. Yeah, because the one on Zepho is for Venator crash. Yep. When you're in that, there's echoes there about a Padawan and his master, and it's it's just so sad because you're like, this is another story, and it's like, and that makes you think, right? Like this is another story that can be told, you know, and and that's what's so cool about like Order sixty six, like what you said, right? Like there's just so many other stories to be told. From from that, because it wasn't just Obi Wan, it wasn't just Yoda and and what Anakin did and and like you know, Ayla Secure on Felucia, you know, or which rip Ayla Secure, yeah, she, or she got shot like a hundred times, yeah, and there's just so many other stories and and like Cal's one of them and like what just happened there, I thought that was so cool, but yeah, pros and cons of the game. So you want to start with that? Yeah, I mean, I think we went over a lot of the pros. Yeah. I mean, we have them written in front of here, so I guess I could say a couple of them out loud here. I mean, you wrote this, but I <laughs> primarily agree. Or I agree with it a lot. I mean, there's a fresh story. We just talked about that. A Jedi losing in Order 66 and his Padawan. You know, we never thought saw how Padawan dealt with the Purge, so that's new. And I like that. Um, we talked about the fighting dynamic. I think the only thing I don't like about it is the blocking. Yeah, yeah. Because I think you can agree with that. Sometimes it just I, doesn't register. I think also... It's, it could just be I'm bad, but I mean, <laughs> it was tough. Yeah, no, and you see that when you're when you're looking through the um, the options for difficulty, it says parry time, and it's slower as you, as you're, you know, have a higher difficulty. Another thing, though, in terms of, like, uh, the fighting that I think is a little bit of a con is um, it's a little overwhelming sometimes. Sometimes they just throw a lot at you. Like, yeah. you know, the gauntlet scene... Uh, there's right. multiple gauntlets. Yes. There's there's in in uh, on Zepho, you run into a bounty hunter. I would say is that what they? I think they're they trying. I don't know if they did this like the way they should have, but Grease is a gambler, and I I believe all that stuff is because of Grease, if I'm not mistaken. You think he told them about it? No, he told not he told them like oh hey go get Cal, but I think they owe he owes money to that like group. I think it's called the Haxian Brood. Yeah, it's called the Haxian Brood. And I think Grease owes them money. And I think that's why you continually see them. Okay. And so they're kind of like a bounty hunting group. Yeah. A little bit. It's a little so guild. so you, you run into them a lot. And when you run into them on Zepho, you get stuck in like this prison. And you have to go through this gauntlet of just animals. Which leads me into a con. The animals in this game are... There's... It's sometimes just too much. It is, yeah. And I it's agree. just like you go into that fight, and I don't know about you, like the way you heal in this game is by it's a hard stim. Sometimes, yeah. It's by a stim, which is by the droid, which we didn't even talk about. BD1, BD1 is amazing. BD1 is the main 
pretty much the guy who gets keeps the story going. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's little... the reason why the story kind of exists. Yeah, yeah he's the he's the droid stuck on Cal's back. He used to be Cordova's droid, and he oh placed God, everything that, in there. That scene is also very good in the story. When you find your own kyber crystal, and he, you see that he wiped BD's memory, and BD and... BD did it to make sure this could do happen, mm-hmm. which is. You never think of a droid being brave. Exactly. And it's really cool to see it being brave because mm-hmm. R two's been brave, but like he's been brave because he's just like screw it, yeah, I'm just gonna exactly. burn all these, uh, what's it called, droids with oil or yeah. something like that. So, but as I was saying, like yeah, BD one, a great, great character there. I'm kind of, I kind of, yeah, the, the animals. So healing, you get these things called stims. And you have to find them. You start with two, and you have to find them. And BD-1 has to shoot them up to you. You catch them, and you stab yourself, pretty much, to heal. But you can only do it when you're walking, standing, and that's it. You can't run. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can you can climb. And heal. Oh, could you? I yes. never even tried it when I was climbing. So, but you can't run. You can't roll. If you're on the ground, nothing. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, it didn't matter how many stems you had. Because you could die. You get pinned in a corner. Yeah. If somebody hits you while you're healing, you're gonna die. Y- y- yeah. It re it restarts that healing process. So that's kind of a con, and that just brings into the to the to that gauntlet of animals, which was just terrible. There's giant spiders in this game, and Zeno knows how much I hate spiders, <laughs> so it was just not fun, and the animals are just overwhelming. Ogdo bogdo. Yeah, ogdo bogdo is a boss animal <laughs> on Bogano. And I, he's one of the things I died to a lot. I'm sure you did as well. I did not like him. I did not like him, but I really wanted that chest. So <laughs> there I was a it. chest in there. I did it. And it was it was tough, but it, it's it, the animals are just a lot. I mean, I'm I'm not against having animals in it, but it just seems like there are just so many. Yeah. And it can just be a lot, like on Dathomir. Oh my god. There's a turn where you turn and there's six poisonous spiders. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And that's after you fought a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So odds are your health's low. So it's that's the type of stuff. I know I guess I guess that just goes into the game being hard. Yeah. But it's just after and, a while it can get really frustrating. And to go along with that, because I agree with the animals, the puzzles in this game are really annoying. And I think that and that's a con for me. And I think that the animals in the puzzles really kind of take you out of the game for a little. Or at least it did for me. It got, it it got me, you kind of mad. It got me mad, but it, all, it took away from like me wanting to complete the story. Of course I wanted to complete the story, but when you're focusing so much on these puzzles or like fighting these animals off... Like, there are so many times where I was just like, I just want to do the story. Like, mm-hmm. why do I have to like sit here for 45 minutes and contemplate whether I need to look this up on the internet? Yeah, and like solve this puzzle, or and I like mean like fight these animals. I agree with you on the puzzles, and I get. I know there's gonna be a lot of people out there who are like, "Well, that's the point. Like, it's supposed to be challenging." And granted, most of the puzzles are straightforward. Like yeah. you can get them. There, I can think of two off the top of my head that are just the, unbelievable. The Zepho one in the tomb of Mitkroll, I think that's what it was. Oh my goodness, that I I was there for so long. That's the one with the with the with uh, the balls and the wind. Yes. And then, and then the one with, also on Zepho, I think yeah, it's the two they're of Elrum. Like, yeah, there's there's one where you have to bring this flame around because of the fire. And the water, you can't get in the water. It's just, 
you experience it for yourself and you'll experience I don't like true Zephyr. hatred. I don't like Zephyr. I don't like that planet. I mean, it's cool and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to take anything away from the game because I respect the developers of this game so much for going so in-depth with the world building, which is a pro that I have written down right here. I respect all the details that they put in to this game, but oh my god, Zepho is a huge planet, and that goes into another con of mine. There's no fast travel in this game. And for me, someone who's trying to 100%, I did 100% complete the game, it took so it took so much longer than it needed to be because there was no fast travel option. And when you're on a planet like Zepho, where you start at the beginning of the map, which is when you're on the Mantis, and you have to get all the way to the the tomb of, of Elorum or the Venator crash, it takes it takes so long to get down there, you know? So, like, and that's then another you, problem for the, me. There's the thing that sucks is it takes so long to get there, and you're thinking, oh, maybe I'll come out in the Mantis, so, like, there'll be a cutscene of them picking me up. Nope. Go you back. You gotta go all the way back. Yeah. And then you probably lost health on the way, and you lost your stims, so you gotta rest. And which then, then respawns your enemies. Yeah, so it just makes it even harder. Which, I mean, I get that. And they wanted to make it challenging. But a fast travel fast option travel, would I just, not have been a bad idea. I just think that's the way to go. They needed to have a fast travel. And and there's, uh, I can't even say this is fast travel, because once you once you beat the game, and like let's say you want to do 100%, so you go to Kashyyyk, that bird that's there, you remember that bird in yes. the story that the Ninth Sister tried to yes. take down? You can kind of fast travel with that bird, but it's only on Kashyyyk, obviously. So you're at the top of the origin tree. It'll take you back down, like, to once you get past all the, that Imperial facility and stuff. But that's it, you know? So it's that, even then, I don't consider that fast travel. It's just, the, there should have been fast travel in this game. It just takes too long sometimes to get around the map, especially if it's Zepho or um, Dathomir. Those are, the, those are the largest planets in the game. Yeah, and it's just I can see. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like Bogano is there's easy ways out. Like you, there's multiple routes. Like for Zepho and Dathomir, there's really only one way. Yeah, and, and that's tough. And there's always enemies. Always enemies. Mm -hmm. and, and on Zepho especially, there were just times where I was like, I played longer than I needed to because I got lost sometimes. And that's another thing. Signage, I think. Not not signage like oh go over there, but I think they needed I think they needed to do a better job at like telling you where to go. There were times where I was in a room and I was just like I don't know where to go. Like do I and go it was here? clearly a door here? to like the right, but it, you can't see it. Yeah, and like I get when that. I was on Dathomir, I was trying to to do the main story, and it told me to go down here, and and I didn't know where that was. So I ended up going to a completely different place. I still went down where I was like essentially supposed to go. But I went in this entire circle around the all of Dathomir, really. And after I did it, I thought I was doing the story. I fought the main boss on Dathomir. Not Malakos, but the uh, the giant bat thing. Which is, by the way, guys, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. I beat it and everything, and I was like, damn, man, like that took forever. And then I get to the top, and then they're like, I get a call, like a radio transmission from, from Sarah that's like, Oh, hey, you got sidetracked. And Cal's like, yeah, I'm going to get back to the mission. And I was like, that wasn't the mission? Like, are well, you serious? What's crazy is that it is the mission. It, yes. It's just you went to a different planet at a different time, which, I mean, they, they do okay. say the objective. Like, I mean, you could do whatever you want, yeah, which I, I mean, think is a huge part of this game. Yeah. It's a free, it's an open world game. And like, You can yeah. do whatever you want. If, you, if you're into that, like the exploring and stuff and like wanting to do 100%, like fully complete games... 
oh, this you'll love this game because the world building is excellent. It, it's so expansive and, and yeah, it's open world. It's 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 a really good time if you're there to explore and look at like the small details of maps. The developers really went out of the way. Yeah, and, I like, agree. And like Dathomir especially, like they I respect so much that they took something that has only been seen in like the Clone Wars and they made it look real life. I, I thought that was so awesome. So, like, the... I don't like Dathomir. Only because, like, the vibe creeps me out. And, like, <laughs> I don't like being scared. And, like, that planet scares me. But it's it's every, it's so detailed. Like, everything is so detailed. I agree. And I think one of the things I you have written down here that um, kind of bouncing off to a con but could be made a pro is you do have written down here that says that there's no stealth feature. And I kept telling myself that, too, as well. Like, why isn't there a stealth feature? These fights would be so much easier if you were able to take a couple of stormtroopers out by, like, stealthily killing yeah. them. The only thing that's somewhat close to a stealth is when you're, like, when you have the high ground. Yeah. And you <laughs> jump, and it tells you to click a button, and right when you do that, you come down on, like, the stormtrooper with, like, your lightsaber or whatever it is. You can do it like an animal or anything like that. But... And it's an instant kill. It's an instant kill, uh, except for a couple of the creatures, like the big creatures. Yeah, it's not of an course. Kill. But um, I just thought there should have been a stealth feature. Like it would have made fights a lot easier. I just don't like the idea that like every time you have to fight a group of people, you immediately draw all of their attention. I thought it could have been better if there was a stealth feature. I'm not asking yeah, to take it, everyone it, it out. It wouldn't be as overwhelming. I'm not asking for like Batman Arkham Asylum. You know, where you're yeah. jumping from gargoyle to gargoyle trying to take them out quietly. Just just something small, you know? Yeah. Even if it's that small thing where two stormtroopers have your back and then you can do, like, the double takedown. Like, a double silent takedown. Yeah. That, every now and then, would have been cool. Because it's it's overwhelming to face 15 stormtroopers or, like, 10 stormtroopers at the same time. Like, like five of them have sticks. Like, six of them have guns. Those guys are so annoying. And it's but... just, like, at that point, it's like, I would have loved to have been able to take out, like... At least, like, three of them. Yeah. So it's just... It's a little tough. But all in all, I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. With with the game. Ilum is Starkiller star base. <laughs> yeah, so we... we Zeno took a very uh, interesting photograph from his Xbox. Took which, a screenshot. Which he... Sh I, I told him to post on Twitter, which I think he We're will. We're gonna. We will. And so we have a theory that it looks like Starkiller base, especially since when you go underwater there, there's some fire under it. Like there's some fire in those plants under it. What are you hinting at there? That there's a like there's the sun under there, mm. like there was in Starkiller like Base. The, how, how you charge, charge the, weapon. the weapon? Yeah. So there's. I mean, we also are probably just way overstepping. Just, I just think it looks so. It. I, that's not a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like I think it's Starkiller Base. Which is I so iron ironic, because <laughs> like they turned this planet that was once like uh, that was once uh, the shrine for the Jedi, and then they made it like Starkiller Base. Which I think is, that's so cool. Which makes sense because like Snoke and Kylo would totally do that. Yeah, like that's just such but their that mo. Also, somewhat implies I'm not too sure if maybe that's not what they wanted to, but that kind of implies that maybe the Emperor had plans for a Starkiller Base. I know that he had the Death Star, but. What's stopping him from creating something even bigger, you know? It's true. So that I mean, implies that he could have been doing something. And that could go into all sorts of things. Like, watch watch Fallen Order pay, play a big role in Rise of Skywalker. Right, yeah. uh, but no, um, it's you can go into all sorts of theories with that. But we'll, we'll post our post the picture and uh, on our Twitter, Death Star Radio 1. 
mm-hmm. and Death Star Radio. Um, and you give us your opinion. Is it Star Killer Vase? I think we'll make it a poll. Is yeah, this Star Killer Vase? Well, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. And um, all in all, I know we have a lot of cons with the game, but I think that comes with every single game. And they're and they're just. It's very nitpicky, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, like like we trust me. Me and Zeno love this game. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. I almost wish I didn't finish it as fast as I did because I just felt like I needed to finish it as fast as we could so we could do this episode. Which respectfully, but you almost feel like you could have enjoyed it a little bit more. I but, I enjoyed it just as much as I wanted to. Yeah. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I might play it again just to just to get it I'll out. I'll play of it, it again soon. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun, guys, and we highly suggest it. Um, it's just, it, it was just so much fun to play a Star Wars game. I can't wait for the video where you can watch, like, all the cutscenes. I'm sure it's already out. Like, yeah. Like, something like that. Oh, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, a little Order 66 Exactly. Cutscene. Oh, my God. I saved that on my phone. I actually captured that from my Xbox, and I have it, like, on my phone now, so. Pretty it's a, cool. It's an amazing scene that just goes along with the amazing dialogue and storytelling that they have in this game. Yeah. Which is really good for a video game. And I just, means, you know... Can't really say enough about it. Um, do you have anything else left to say before we wrap it up? Uh, no. I'm last week, or not last week, but our last episode, uh, that was our highest listened to episode. So we just wanted to thank everyone for listening to us. We really appreciate it. This is something that we love to do. And, you know, me and Chris both love Star Wars and we love talking about it. And we're glad to see that people are listening to it. Uh, so just thank you so much to all the listeners. We appreciate you. And uh, it's Mandalorian Day, or not really. It comes out Friday. It's Thursday night, but I think we're going to be staying up to watch episode three. So we'll have an episode two and three. Two and three. I think, like, we we came to the agreement that we're probably going to review Mandalorian. There's eight eight episodes in the season, am I correct? So I think I would look out for this, guys. Maybe a two, three. Four, five, six, seven, and, eight. and then a finale yeah. uh, review. So I think we put it together because I feel like doing a review for every single one can kind of get. Uh, and for doing you, a for, thirty-minute episode about a thirty-minute episode. Yeah, exactly. Is sometimes so, overkill. So, and I'm assuming most of you who listen to us are big Star Wars fans, and if you've seen that second Mandalorian episode, which we'll get into, so I won't even mention anything from it. There's a there's some that goes on, but I just don't know if it was it was not worthy of a whole episode itself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, rather than like the the first episode and the last episode mm-hmm. are definitely. Yeah. So I think putting them two together, look out for those. It'll be easier for us, easier for you guys. Yeah. It'll be a great time. And yeah, I want to piggyback on Zeno saying thank you for listening to us. This is kind of just fun for us. Uh, we'll see where it takes us. We're we just we're just having a lot of fun with it, and I really couldn't thank you guys enough even if it's not like even if we're not setting world records or anything and i know we never probably will but that's not the point it's just having fun and having people have fun with us yeah. like what cal said let the force oh god what did he say let the, let the force, force decide, decide their, their future fate. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean at the end of the day we love the game we love you guys <laughs> and uh can't wait to keep it going. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. It's at Def Star Radio 1. And we also have the blog. So it's www.defstarradiopod.wordpress.com. It's a little long. <laughs> Read our content. Uh, we're really excited about that blog. And uh, just can't wait to interact with all of you guys through the blog and through Twitter. So I think that's it. I think that's about it. All right, well. 
that's the end of this episode, and may the force be with you.